0: We've all felt left out. And for people who move to this country,
1: that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council.
2: Hey, got any idea what a gandy dancer is? Or a phrenologist? What about a knocker-upper?
3: Believe it or not, these are all actual jobs from the past,
2: and the stories behind them are fascinating. I'm Matt Beat. And I'm Helen Hong, and every week we take a look at a different occupation that is now job on our new podcast called, You Guessed It, job
3: Check it out on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Serious Rapshit is a production of iHeartRadio.
4: Me
3: and my friend, take Frat trap Hey, yo, 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 mic check, one, two, episode 161?
4: Yeah, 161.
3: Goddamn, episode 161 serious rap shit podcast i'm john your host i'm josh of a host and
4: yeah we we back after a break how you been josh Cooler, man Cooler. um can breathe how lovely
3: we just um, talked for like <laughs> we just talked for like two hours and i didn't ask you how your face
4: works. <laughs> i've been looking um, at you for two hours uh, <laughs> uh yeah it's cool man um you know kind of sucks because I can smell a lot more stuff now. Um, really? <laughs> yeah. And like there's a lot of shit that stinks, dog. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? It sucks. <laughs> the world <Being> stinks. <laughs> to, yeah, being able to smell ain't the best thing in the world. Um, yeah, no. Nah, um, I'm feeling good. You know what I mean? Nose is still a little swollen. Mm-hmm. Um, they said it takes like eight weeks to completely heal and shit like that. Um, yeah. Still can't like really rub it. Like I can't like if my nose itch, I can't you know normally you know it's you just rub on your nose. Mm-hmm. Can't do that shit. That hurts like crazy. Um and like the very tip of my nose, like right here, like the uh joint that has that that little thing that connects to the top of your lip. Mm-hmm. That's all um completely numb. But that's cause they gotta cut like a nerve right there when they do the surgery. So yeah. um there's a chance I'll never have Phil in there again. Feel bad yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Which, you know, as long as I'm not, like, in some dire snowstorm or some shit like that, I'll be good. I ain't got to worry about it. Wait, why I snowstorm? Because, like, you get, like, like, frostbite on your nose and shit.
3: Oh, uh, yeah.
4: How about that? Yeah, like, I wouldn't know. Like, it would literally yeah, just be just frostbite. Be like, I wouldn't even out. fucking know. Jeez. My joint wouldn't know. But, like, yeah, so I'm good. I mean, you know, it was cool. Uh, recovery was shitty for like the first couple days, but then after that, yeah, it was you know, it's sore, sh- just regular shit, man. Nothing like nothing too crazy. Um, yeah, like uh, bounce back quick, yeah, yeah. You know, I got a little Wolverine in me, you know what I mean? <laughs> the healing factor, yeah, I got an Animantium <laughs> nose and shit, you know what <laughs> I mean? Right, right, you know, I was cooling now, nah, yeah, I, you know, I. I I feel good, man. Like I feel uh I feel better. there's been a couple people were like I talked to on the phone, they were like, Yo, you sound like sound a little different. Your voice you don't sound as nasally as you were before, shit like that. True. So, yeah, I'm not yeah. I'm not mad at that though. I'm not mad at that at all. So a couple people was like reached out and was like, Yo, do you think you're gonna like sound different on the podcast? And I was like, I don't know. Yeah.
3: I assumed you would. You sound a little bit, like a little bit different. But it's mm-hmm. not like a crazy drastic difference.
4: I was hoping I get like that really deep, uh, <laughs> like a you know, hold bar- like shit with Chase. I get that deep baritone. soul, Barry White shit. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm like, yeah, baby. I could do. I could fill in that spot for the boys to men because that boy left the group, didn't he? Was it the boy with the deep voice that left? I think he left.
3: That's bullshit, yo. You can't handle R and B group. You don't got the baseball.
4: No, you need him. That's what I'm saying. Like, I gotta jump like, baby. You know, <laughs> I, I didn't appreciate what I had, and then like you know they singing in the background, the background. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> I was hoping at I some, come through with that shit. I come through that shit. I, I you know I start you know I get a job at like WDAS, as the Quiet uh, Storm Bowl. Quiet Storm, yo. <laughs> quiet <laughs> story.
3: yo. I really want to do. I'm I'm sure somebody's written this, like a history of the Quiet Storm.
4: I don't know, man. Like you know, you always feel that way where you're like, oh man, I, I wanna do something. Somebody probably already did it. Never right. know.
3: You never know until you look. But yeah, um I don't know.
4: It it seems like uh we've been going for a week, right? We didn't we didn't take two weeks did we? Yeah, it was a week. It seems like two weeks because we recorded early that the week of my surgery we recorded on like a Thursday. Yeah. It feels so, like we haven't done this in a while. Yeah, yeah. It's it does seem like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, because it would be like two Sundays off for us, which is not normal. Normally, we're, you know, every Sunday. Right, right. Um, yeah, um, it's it's good to be back, though. Uh, it got a crazy, it had a crazy week of just busy shit to talk about, too, so.
3: Yeah, mad shit has been going on. Uh, niggas are, uh, battling <laughs> versus are still happening. It's, it's just been, um... I don't know. Quarantine has been, it's been brutal in a way. It's been, you know, uh, I know a lot of folks are like struggling with like being alone and shit, being cooped up in the crib. The Internet has been fucking lit <laughs> so yeah. this whole time. You know what I mean? So at least that's like, I hope, like a consolation. You know hey, what listen, I mean?
4: Hey, listen, man, we, the, the draft was last week. The NBA draft was last week. Mm-hmm. And about like an hour and a half before the draft, Al Horford ass got sent the fuck way out to Oklahoma. Uh-huh. We got rid of that nut ass contract. It's like, yo. a billion dollars. I'm going to say it right now. Football season can end right now. Six to start. I'm ready to go, dog. I'm ready. Let's to, go. I'm, I'm ready to go. Like. I need a couple more grainy videos of Ben Simmons shooting threes over five-foot-eight trainers. <laughs> and
3: it's, it's always like some Rick Moranis-looking <laughs> dude in the NBA joint. So niggas be like juking them and shit.
4: Come on, I man. need that.
3: We got Yo. a Curry
4: brother now.
3: Right. Seth Curry.
4: Yeah, man. Man. man, listen, man, I'm all the way in. We got Dwight Howard on the team now. I don't know how I really feel about that.
3: He could he could either play his role and, you know, we, we rock out. You know, he back up and beat a little bit, take a couple minutes. You know what I mean? Or he could torpedo this whole shit. <laughs>
4: yeah. It could be either
3: one. And I think like, that's.
4: No, I was going to say he's an anti-vaxxer, I think. So, yeah, so like he might convince the whole team (laughs) not to get the uh, to get the corona vaccine or something. Like, we really could be out here living dangerous, but I mean, he was part of that Lakers championship team. So, listen,
3: you know, that's close, that's like championship adjacent.
4: Yes, we got two. We got Danny Green. Danny Green, they got two, the last two championships. Crazy, you know what I mean. So, like, by like, just. You know, fucking elim- like, you know, shit of elimination or whatever. Like, we should be winning the championship this year.
3: So named this episode that by the shit of elimination. <laughs> we win the fucking chip, man. I hope process Danny of Green- elimination.
4: My, my brain ain't working. Dog, it's like one in the morning, man.
3: I hope Daddy Green come to the Sixers and he's like balling out of his mind. I don't expect that to in the happen. <laughs> I remember. I was watching that shit. Yeah, I don't expect it, but I hope that's what happens.
4: I mean, I think like we're not going to be asking him to be like a huge part, just like Steph. I mean, Mm Steph. Steph Curry ain't going to be. Yeah, like we don't need you to score 30 points a game, dog. We just need, you know what I mean? Three threes a game. Mm -hmm. Give us that. So, you know, I think That'll help. We got much more spacing on the floor now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're going to have Horford standing there fucking clapping because he missed the fucking bunny layup. Yeah. Jesus. You got his nutty sister the hell out of the city. She sitting here shitting on Philly all left and right. Her and his and his brother. They all they both suckers. Birdies? Whole family of suckers. Yeah. Wow. I mean, listen, the fans were terrible, too. They said some trifling shit back to her. Oh, jeez. Um, but that's not like super surprising cuz yeah, yeah. you know the internet is shit bags most of the time anyway my fuck is like
3: you know i'm mostly in like the hip hop world you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. which is like its whole its its own uh thing as far as like dudes being awful sports niggas is awful
4: oh, like,
3: dog <laughs> i mean see it like on uh twitter it'll be like a woman who's like in the WNBA she like 6'5 clearly a gifted black basketball player has been an elite basketball player her entire life and her her comments will just be dudes like yo I'll trash you one on one like it's just fucking terrible shit I'm like dude, dude got cut from the JV
4: team in high school he like right. I'm telling you I'll give you 20 straight up like no right. problem this nigga ain't been off the couch. No. no. And he can be
3: a professional basketball player.
4: It's like Mina Kahn's is like ESPN is like one of their biggest people for like football. Mm-hmm. And like, yo, dog, her mentions. Like her, Katie Nolan, mm-hmm. like any woman in sports, dog, like their mentions are just like the, the, like the dumpster fire of like fucking... Uh, of humanity dog like yeah. it's so like oh like stay calling them out they name and mm-hmm. you don't know shit and why yeah. would you know you ain't never played the game and blah 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 and it's just like like outright
3: hostility
4: you ain't play the game so why the fuck do you think you know anything like right. nah it is like you said there's dudes that'll tell you like Oh, I don't watch the WNBA because I don't watch people I'm better than and blah blah blah. Yeah. It's like, dog, <laughs> you can't even hoop, dog. Dog, no. <laughs> like I know you can't hoop. No, Reggie Miller's sister give you thirty right now. <laughs> like, how's
3: it? She's Reg- played in like twenty five years. I was gonna say Cheryl Miller give a lot of niggas thirty. <laughs> Ain't gonna hold you. She did she? Um, uh, was it her or was it uh Lisa Leslie who who dropped like a bean? In like I think it's fifteen Cheryl. minutes was it? Cheryl yeah. dropped like a bean in like fifteen minutes in high school.
4: <laughs> yeah. she's a she was a beast. She what do that even look like? <laughs> like what? she legit is the like the the best player in a family? And Reggie's a fucking hall of famer. Mm-hmm. Like your brother is a hall of famer, and he's nothing compared to you. Like she's yeah. like the WNBA and exists. When she was around, obviously, like, if she, prime, like yeah. Yeah, if she would have, like, yeah, she would have fucking, you know what I mean? Like she'd have been unstoppable
3: in that. She'd league. been like Wilt in the W N B A, dropping yeah. like fifty. Yeah. Reggie Miller said it himself. He was like, "Yeah, I, I couldn't fuck with my sister." Like when no, he was I don't, young, I think like, he
4: said he never beat her.
3: That's great. Reggie Miller's a beast. Y'all <laughs> young niggas listening, like y'all niggas, that, you know, young young niggas, y'all don't know Reggie Miller was a beast. And his sister
4: is a cannon yeah. to be better than him. Yeah. Um, also, we might get what we all been waiting for. Your man LaMelo got drafted by Mike in Charlotte. That means <laughs> LaVar going to be down out there. And, you know, you man, Mike is petty as shit. So. Uh, Mike,
3: <laughs> I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. The first day of camp, <laughs> if Pops is there. Mike gonna show up in some shorts. Oh yeah, they gonna no, they be say, jean shorts <laughs> you <know what> <laughs> with saying? a bunch of rips and shit in them, Tassels and shit. <laughs> They're gonna have boot down. cut jean shorts on. <sighs> oh, and could you imagine, dog? You imagine Mike giving you
4: thirty, and he got boot cuts on. How embarrassed you would be? Come on, he man. He probably gonna have like. Some Jordans with a heel. Like, you know, he'd be wearing them heeled boots. He'd be wearing <laughs> like Cuban Chelsea heels. boots. Yeah. Chelsea boots. A
3: Cuban He'll, heel Jordan. Yeah.
4: Yo. It'll come down. Yeah. He's going to give LeVar
3: all the work. <laughs> he got a he got a bunch of like thin gold chains. <laughs> yeah. He got a diamond in both earrings. Yeah. He just he got my be rocking a hoop.
4: Like, yeah. you know what I mean? He got a hoop. He
3: hitting mad fadeaways on you.
4: Embarrassing. Yeah. My man thought he legit had the power to bring the Hitler mustache back. Like he had he that in a goddamn commercial. He
3: did. He said, "Yo, the people." He said, "I'm I'm so nice. Niggas will love me, <laughs> even though I got the little Hitler mustache." Mike is an animal, dog. <laughs> He's a ballsy dude. I'm dog. with you? Not fucking with Mike, no. LeVar well, Ball's look- an asshole. To to average two points a game in college and <laughs> say you can fuck with Mike. Mike was running with James Worthy. Come <laughs> on, dog, Get the fuck out of here so you can beat Mike one-on-one.
4: LeVar gonna show up in the baggy-ass sweatpants with the uh, cargo pocket on the side. <laughs> uh-huh. With a triple B stencil on them, bitches. Man. It's gonna, gonna
3: be the gonna be battle of the worst the worst outfits. <laughs> One on one, who got the worst outfit, nigga? Yeah,
4: and he gonna have a a triple B shirt with a thermal underneath that joint, <laughs> <laughs> like, no. a V neck swooping yeah. down.
3: <laughs> Come on, man, Mike he gonna show take up, taking
4: shit off like he did when like he was in the uh, WWE that time. He took his shirt off and shit. Yeah, yeah,
3: yo, it's gonna be a mess. I, I, I would pay for that footage.
4: Oh, you know what I'm saying? Listen. Um, Mike and uh, 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 Tyson and uh, Roy Jones fighting I think like next week Jesus I would legit pay $50 to watch MJ and fucking uh, Lavar Ball uh, play against each other Man, I mean MJ. I would not I'd just like watch that shit on a torrent but like yeah, it's bootlegging. <laughs> I'd say I'd uh, pay money for it
3: I might invite niggas to the crib and we in quarantine <laughs> <laughs> I might be like alright we gonna have a kickback Dude, did you you go see eat how many some people food? was at his
4: crib Who? when Lamelo got drafted.
3: When he got drafted, really, there was, was like a hundred people
4: in there. Dog, <laughs> it was like a hundred oh, people in that
3: bitch. man. Come on,
4: uh, dog. You it was yeah.
3: <laughs> Y'all gotta chill. Y'all yeah. not testing everybody that's coming in there.
4: Nah, the, 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 no one was like. Levar was not standing at the uh, at the door with like the thermometer, <laughs> like the, the temperature. Oh, no. check. You a hundred degrees, like you can't come in. Like no, nah, he was like, yo, just come in.
3: I went to a restaurant in Baltimore. It was like by the water and shit. And I walked in and uh, I greeted, you know, the greeter or whatever. And she hit me with the joint in my forehead like bink. (laughs) So I was like, oh, what the fuck? (laughs) I didn't expect that shit.
4: (laughs) Man. Like, yo, you got to be careful. You got, like, dog, I've be seeing so many people post like, yo, that shit isn't cool for you. It's not good for you. It's got radio waves really? and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I'm like, dog, you're typing this on a fucking cell phone that you fucking hold to your face every other minute. Like... Yep. I'm pretty sure them taking your temperature is going to be okay, dog.
3: Yeah. That's not the thing that's pushing you <laughs> yeah, over no. the, the cancer spectrum. <laughs> Jesus.
4: It's probably that thing that has more computing power than the shit we sent people to the moon in, in the fucking 60s. Right. Like, I'm yeah. pretty sure that next to your head is probably a lot worse for you than the fucking two seconds that that, that thermometer is up there, yo. Right. Yeah, uh, we should
3: probably hop out to a break. <laughs> Yeah, let's let's take a break and come back and talk. Uh, we we can talk. Uh, Fresh Prince. Yes, they did the uh, reunion show this week. It was it was super fucking lit. So yeah, we we're gonna hop out, take a quick break, and we're gonna come back.
0: Who is David Bowie? Well, that depends on who you ask. Or which record you play to some he's ziggy stardust to others the thin white duke or major tom but who is david bowie really to answer that question we'll have to go off the record my name is jordan Runtog, and i'm the host of off the record a new music biography podcast for iHeartRadio. radio off the record goes beyond the songs and into the hearts and minds of rock's greatest legends Every season profiles one classic artist, taking listeners on a wild ride through their extraordinary career. The first season examines the life, or rather lives, of David Bowie. Each episode of the 11th part audio event tells the story of one of his iconic personas. Together, these faces form an intimate portrait of one of the 20th century's most influential figures. So who was David Bowie? Tune in to Off the Record to find out. Listen and follow on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
2: If I could be you. And you could be me. For just one hour.
0: If you could find a way.
2: To get inside. Each other's mind.
0: Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my my shoes. shoes. We've all felt left out.
1: And for some, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org Brought to you by the Ad Council.
4: Welcome out in my shoes.
3: All right, boom. Right back in effect. Um so yeah, uh the, the cast of the beloved nineties uh, sitcom The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. All got back together for a reunion show.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, except for um Uncle Phil, rest in peace. Yeah, James Avery,
3: rest in peace. He he passed away. I'll say this, I don't fuck with J. Cole. But when he did that song, he jumped on he his first line was like, uh, was it first things first? Rest in peace, Uncle Phil. That was yeah. a hard line. <laughs> the jump in. I I fuck with that shit. I was like, Oh, all right, you know. But it's it's um It was ill to see, uh, obviously, like, you know, we from Philly, we love Will, you know what I'm saying? I loved The Fresh Prince when it was on. Yeah, me too. I
4: loved The Fresh Prince when it was on.
3: It was so cool to see them, um, not only the cast get together and, like, reconnect, you see everybody look a little older and shit, they all still look good. Tatiana
4: Ali looks fucking amazing,
3: dog. If, If you saw her... In a fucking grocery store somewhere, just on the humbug.
4: She bad as shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She looked almost exactly the same. Like she looks like right. like the end of like toward the end of mm-hmm. uh Fresh Prince, the like the last season where she was like in high school. Like she still looks like almost like that. Like yeah. you know, she's like I mean? her
3: own sister. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everybody's skin looked good and shit. It mm-hmm. was cool to see everybody. You know, reconnect, but also I don't think that much uh, I I could be wrong. It could be something that I missed, but I don't think that much discussion has been had about um, maybe in recent years, uh, but certainly not when the show was out. But like the themes that they dealt with on the Fresh Prince and they really dug into that shit in the reunion. It wasn't like a fluffy reunion like some shows where it's just like oh hey everybody and it's just the cast and it's whatever you know they talked about how the show dealt with race and they talked about how the show dealt with policing and and all these different things and what um the the, what the show meant to different viewers and stuff It, it seemed like they really were intentional about contextualizing what the show actually meant in the world in a reunion, which I didn't I didn't exactly expect that from a reunion show. I thought it was just gonna be like a fluffy thing where they all get back together and like, oh hey, you know, laugh and then that's it. But they really like talked about the broader social political issues that the show dealt with.
4: Yeah, it was I wasn't expect like you said, I wasn't expecting that Um, I didn't, I actually didn't know exactly what to expect going into it. Um, yeah, yeah. I was, I kind of avoided watching it at first because I was like, oh man, I really don't want to watch like a super sad thing with, like with James Avery not being there. I was like, Mm -hmm. I don't know if I really want to be like super sad right now. Um, I did feel like him missing was hard. Like, that was hard to sit and have him not be there. Because he is tough. such, like, he is such, like, a big figure. And he's, like, <clears throat> excuse me. What's crazy is, like, watching it, I remembered, like, oh, man. Like, he's, he may be, like, my favorite, like, connecting character through that. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, we all know the... You know why he don't love me? Scene like he's great in that, right? Yeah. yeah. But I loved when he, um, like, one of my favorite episodes is the one where he goes and plays pool and he hustles. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. Dude, I fucking love that episode. It's so good. because it shows like, oh, he cares. Like he does care about Will. Mm -hmm. like you know what I mean and he's not a slouch like you know what I mean like you think he's like oh he's this dude who listens to classical music and he's just uh, you know but like no he's like he's not a slouch dog like he's from the hood so like I love that um I loved when he like jumps down the cops joint when they they arrest him in the car like I love all that shit so him not being there like just kind of felt a little like it felt a little like peace was missing but I'm sure they knew that like going in um but yeah I wasn't I wasn't expecting them to talk about uh I thought maybe like that would be something they may avoid or the because that that scene with jazz got really popular again with everything that was going on with police yeah. brutality is that like the thing where he's like, Yo, I already know the deal. I dropped my I put my hands down, next thing you know, I'm shot six times in the back. Right. Like that got really popular again because of what the fuck obviously what we see in yeah. every day.
3: Still going on, yeah,
4: yeah, so, and I love the fact that they go like it's crazy that it's thirty years ago, and that shit is still fucking relevant, yeah, yeah, you know what i mean and and you got that from will, who you know I love will, but like you know will you know he's fucking you know t- 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 talk about like you know he's a super duper star, and mm-hmm. that whole thing with like Mike, where he's like, oh well, you know, you know Republicans buy sneakers, even though that turned out to not actually be true that he said it, but yeah, like. Yeah. That whole idea came around like, oh well listen, man, like I'm not gonna I keep myself out of like controversial things. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, a lot of um, you know,
3: super uh famous, like prominent and successful, like crossover black celebrities intentionally avoid race. Yeah. And stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's it's a little different now. You know, it's not like uh back in the day where it was like You know, there may have been like a handful of like black celebrities that candidly talked about this. Now, pretty much everybody, um, well, most celebrities are like on board with like the Black Lives Matter movement and all of that stuff. So you see it as more prominent now. Uh, But yeah, absolutely. Like somebody of Will Smith's stature, you wouldn't necessarily think that, you know, this reunion built around, you know, his show would have dealt with these different themes. I also appreciated that uh, the actress uh, Janet Hubert, who played the original Aunt Viv, came back and they had like a, their own heart to heart on the shit. They kind of like, they acknowledged, you know, what happened where, you know, she was switched out, she was fired and then switched out with another actress. And uh her and Will went and had their own little like separate moment because it came from tensions between them, you know, on the set, the reason why she ended up leaving. And she told him straight up, like, yo, you fucked me up and you fucked yeah. me over. You went out into Hollywood and said this black woman is difficult on set and it killed my career. And he was accountable, and he was like, "Yo, you know, I didn't. Re- I was young. I didn't realize I had, you know, the power that I had, mm-hmm. and all of this shit." And they really like, I that and again. I thought that was gonna be when they when it kind of you know leaked or was put out there uh, before this thing aired that she would be involved. You know, I didn't expect them. To, to talk about yeah. yeah like she was bringing it up like you know I'm a black woman I'm a dark skinned black woman you know what I mean people are already looking at me like a stereotype like I'm aggressive or whatever and you fed into that shit I didn't expect that conversation to happen no <laughs> you know no, that's saying? something
4: you'd you be like oh maybe they had that discussion off air to then have her be part of this like right. that wasn't right. something I expected to see in uh, in the special you know yeah. what I mean, so I love the fact that they did that. They kind of bared all shit, like they yeah. were just like, "Yo, this, this is what we're gonna talk about. What's going on?" And blah 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 blah. it was it was really good. Um, did you see they perform brand new funk? I did, I yeah. did. That was super dope. I, I threw that in our story, which is um, a hard fucking. You know, that's a hard rhyme
3: to spit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The shit that Will is doing on that shit. Come on, man. Niggas always no, front on Will. Will I was, was about nice. to say the same
4: shit. I was Will about to was say nice. the same shit. Yo, people sleep. Will was a fucking beast, dog. Uh, yeah. Like, I know everybody, oh, parents just don't understand and shit like that. But, like, yeah. Will was a beast. On Welcome to
3: Miami and all that. But,
4: like, nah. Yeah. That motherfucker yeah. was rapping, rapping. Yeah. It wasn't just men in black. Like, you know what I mean? This dude right. was really, he could really spit. Um, but no, I love that. I love jazz being a part of it cuz like mm-hmm. I he's almost could be like a throwaway character. Yeah. Um what I noticed too is and I don't th- I didn't think about then but like the softer side of it in the sense that like um it was tackling an idea of tox- toxic masculinity even all the way back then mm. of just like these intimate relationships, like you look at the relationship, like when they talk about what was crazy. I, I, don't, I don't even get off on it as I started talking about something else, but when they were talking about Will mouthing other people's uh, Dialogue, <laughs> lies and yeah. they were showing um, him and uh, what's my man's name? I can't think of it right now. Um, Don Cheeto, oh, Don Cheeto, yeah, 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 but like. When they come in, and he's like hitting them, but like he's holding them, and like when they're sitting there talking, they're like real close to each other. Yeah, yeah. And that's something like you, like, you wouldn't always see. A lot of times, people are like, oh, we well gotta sit like far. We can't be mm-hmm. like you know real close to each other with two guys, like you know what I mean? Yeah. Little stuff like that, stuff with like his cousin, um, and like just this closeness that he had. Um, I don't know, man. Like I always. It was, as a kid growing up with, like, no real family, I always mm. loved watching, like, people be, like, so tight with their families. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and that resembled, for me, that resembled something more that I could see because I didn't have, like, brothers and sisters and, like, uh, like mm-hmm. I didn't have that. Oh, I could, like, go off with an uncle I didn't know I had and, like, you know what I mean? That yeah. kind of shit seemed more attainable. So, like... I don't know, man. I just loved it. And I loved, um, I love seeing some of that. I love seeing, like, it made me want to go like, yo, I'm gonna sit here and binge fucking Fresh Prince now because... Yeah, just watch them, yeah. Yeah, like, it made me want to sit and watch them. I mean, me and you have talked about this before. I think it's inherently more rewatchable than Martin. Mm -hmm. Um. Some of Martin is rough now. (laughs) Yeah. And I love it still, but yeah, some of it's rough. Um... And there's still stuff that I like to do. There's stuff in the Martin shit, like when they go away and that little furry thing comes like it's legit one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When he's like hiding under the bed and he thinks like Gina's cheating on him. Right. right. And the party ball, the white bull comes and all that. Like that shit is like fucking flat out some of the funniest shit ever. But like I do think like overall I think uh Fresh Prince stands up better. Mm-hmm. Um, for the test of time, but like it legit made me go like, yo, I want to sit and just like rewatch that shit. I may throw that shit on the night when I get ready to lay down yeah. and shit, and just watch that.
3: It was a really dope show, and I I appreciated them, you know, doing a yeah. reunion and all of that. It's, it it I think it resonates a lot with uh, younger people. I know people who, you know, we were teenagers when it was out. You know, I know folks who were, you know, toddlers. When it was mm-hmm. out and they love that
4: shit. Yeah, my my kids like Fresh Prince. Yeah. I don't I mean they know of Martin's show, but they don't watch it. Like I've seen them watch the Fresh Prince. Yeah.
3: It's something about the energy of that shit that Dude, still holds up. It's like,
4: yeah. People can criticize Will for a lot of things. But that motherfucker is charismatic as shit, man. Yeah. Yeah, Like, his energy is fucking insane and charismatic as shit. Yeah. And, like, you see, like, if you watch that, you go, oh, I see why this dude became, like, one of the biggest movie stars in the world. hmm yeah. Like, you can watch those first two seasons and just be like, oh, yeah, it this is- dude was going to be the biggest. It's like watching early Eddie Murphy. You go like, right. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this is, it makes sense that this gonna dude is going to be off. the biggest person on the planet.
3: Yeah. It's crazy because he was he was on Will, I mean, was in an ensemble full of gifted people. Yes. James Avery is a brilliant actor, you know. Shakespearean um, actor, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like like yeah, you could take him and like Othello in the park, go, you know, <laughs> Shakespeare in the park, Othello, go do that. You know what I mean? Um Alfonso Ribeiro's like uh, insane. A- crazy insane. talented. Insane. But like the whole time you're watching, Will is like the, the center of
4: gravity in that shit. Yeah. They're all amazing. Like that whole cast was amazing. I love um the first enviv. I love her. I loved her like, like just just like her presence. Yeah. And I also love that like she you can see so much in there where she's just like and I mean, like, this, I guess there's maybe more character than anything else. It's just being like, oh, she, she thinks Will is so, like where, like, he pisses off Uncle Phil. Mm-hmm. She kind of gets a kick out of him being like crazy. Like, I think that, I like, you can like see like certain facial reactions where she's like, she wants to laugh at something if that, that Will does that's right. like fucking got like uh, uh, Uncle Phil like just like out of his head. Like, when he comes down and he's got like, the hat, like, with the brim up, and he's got a bow tie on with a t-shirt with a suit jacket. Yeah, yeah. Like, Uncle Phil's like, what the fuck? And she's just, like, smiling, like, yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I loved first Aunt Viv. Second Aunt Viv was cool. Yeah, yeah. I just, I always felt, like, a little disconnected from her. Right. It's
3: it's hard to, like, fill that in. She, yeah, the yeah. first Aunt Viv had did, like, um, the episode where they uh, were fighting to get uh black history mm-hmm. in the school she did the episode where she did like the famous dance routine Kill like how that do you, shit. that's like iconic shit how do you
4: follow in yeah how do you follow in behind that yeah you know yeah um no but i loved it man it, it was great um i definitely say people should need to go watch that shit it was so good yeah dope is dope so and really fucking fun yeah absolutely um we also had, so we had Will um, you know, dealing with his uh, his beefs with, um, what's her name? I, I can't think of her name. I, I'm Huber, not going to it. Janet Hubert. First on Viv. First on Viv, yeah. We had him handling his beefs. We had a whole nother beef get handled. <laughs> that shit was so crazy, dog. And I honestly <laughs> thought they might Get into a scrap <laughs> the whole fucking time. So Jeezy
3: battled uh Gucci Man. Gucci.
4: <laughs> this
3: past uh what was it uh Thursday? Yeah, Wednesday or Thursday, yeah. Was or Wednesday or Thursday they battled. Dog. At one point, Gucci said some shit to this nigga. Gucci was standing up, Jeezy was sitting down, and for folks who don't know, they famously beefed in the two thousands. Um It it ended with a young man being killed. You know what I mean? So it was like not a joking thing at all. Jeezy or uh, Gucci said some shit to Jeezy and I sat up in my couch and I was like, hold up. (laughs) In the lead up to this whole thing they were throwing little shots at each other on the internet. You know what I mean? They've been like, over the years, they've said like awful things yes. to each other. Gucci killed a nigga that was associated with Jeezy and then joked about the shit and and talked about it in songs that like made light of it. I can't think of, I'm going uh, I'm to a, I'm a figure it out. I can't think of what Gucci said to him. Dog, I sat up and I was like, hold up. Like they, he's like really being disrespectful now. And they're like, you know, not even 10 feet away from each other. <laughs> yeah. They were in magic city battle. Yeah. But I, th- but it turned out that it was like, it was all like scripted, right? Like this shit was like, I think so. Yeah. Cause they ended up doing their song together. So icy, so icy which was the song that started the beef. The beef. Mm-hmm. I think Jeezy was supposed to be in the video or something. I can't remember. I read it in like Murder Dog, like back in, <laughs> back in like two thousand two, and fans uh,
4: magazine or something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I
3: think, I think, uh, Jeezy was supposed to be in a video, didn't show up or some yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. And they start like that. beefing, but um, yeah they they did this whole. They were like really like talking shit. The DJs were
4: in the back talking shit to Dog. Each other. The show opens with like the beat the the, the battle opens with like De- with, with Gucci like straight dissing uh, <laughs> with Cheesy. like yeah. you I'm a real gangster this shit ain't uh <laughs> I yeah. ain't a sucker like this other boy I'm like no, how did you start the battle that way? Because uh,
3: like, verse is supposed to be like a friendly thing. Yeah. And you remember when RZA battled Premiere <laughs> and they was like, Yeah, beloved. You know, I yeah. love what you did, XYZ. <laughs> they was really like showing love to each other. These motherfuckers
4: came out with disrespect. Somebody was like, I saw somebody on Twitter be like, Ew, is this the same verses that Patty LaBelle and them was on? <laughs> like, <laughs> Jill Scott and Badu? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think just the same verses.
3: Man, this shit was like the opposite energy, man. I, I, just, man, I, I, sat
4: up and was like, "Hold up,
3: like yeah. this shit." I, I really thought, like, man, these niggas could like knuckle at any point.
4: Yeah, it had that vibe of like, yo, this shit could get like nasty at some point because, <sighs> man, you know, even though they didn't really do like, you know, they weren't doing the diss songs that they had for each other. Yeah, but man. like you still felt that like just like that vibe in the air then he like they's talking about like yeah you know i ain't out here in like you know thousand dollar suits but i own half of atlanta and blah 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 i'm like it's <laughs> like trying to stun on them on that man <laughs> yeah.
3: yo
4: i don't know man that shit was it was one of those things where it's like if it was they cruise with them That shit might have jumped because you know you you know the crew somebody in the crew like fuck it I'm the live wire so it's on Uh bang like you know know what I
3: mean yeah absolutely
4: yeah and that's why I was like it's probably a good thing that we don't got like thirty dudes on stage with each one of these dudes because something would have jumped off you know what I mean
3: yeah that shit man it's they really they had me fooled if it was really you know. Because it it could have been, you know, that all of this is bullshit and they're just, they made yeah. up, you know, off camera and they're just like, or they just decided like, oh, we're going to just do this, you know, because it's a good look for our careers. And then, you know, they just decided to do it. It could have also been... You know, or they decided to like script the whole thing, like all the little shots they were throwing. Or it could have been that they decided, okay, at the end we're gonna do this so icy song, but in the middle, you know, during the battle, opted to actively disrespect one another. I don't yeah. know which one it is. You know what I mean? But the shit was the shit was rough. A motherfucker the shit Gucci was saying to Jeezy. A motherfucker couldn't jokingly say that to me while I'm sitting. No. Right there. You know what I mean? The shit he's calling a sucker or whatever he was saying. Like that shit, I don't see how you could like script that and then
4: you no. you do the song together at the end. Like yo, like you said, the DJs was hyping that shit up and like it was getting messy. This how
3: the this how you know the DJs was lit. Niggas was on quarantine too long. <laughs> they, ain't, they ain't been in them clubs Wiling out, man There's G- Jeezy DJ in particular Yeah He's, I yeah. can't think of what uh, song Gucci and him did And then Jeezy DJ got on the mic Was like, nigga, how you gonna play a song With somebody else drops in it? I'm like, what the fuck?
4: I'm looking like that Yeah, they was it's, messy, it's, dog The real, DJs was messy as shit
3: Man, real extra disrespectful I'm glad that nothing you know, I'm glad yeah. that nobody got shot up at the after party and no goofy shit and nothing happened. So,
4: then they went to the after. It was like four thousand people in compound. Nobody had a mask on. <sighs> like Atlanta, y'all gotta chill out. Out of Atlanta, just another planet, or like what? I had to hit my homie up down there. Like, yo, you wasn't in compound, was <laughs> like, you?
3: You cool? Like, <laughs> stay away from that shit. Yeah, like. Niggas might, it might be like Wakanda. Like, they might have, they might yeah, have they the got technology whole, yeah. to cure that shit.
4: Yeah, they on a whole different level. Who do you think won the battle? For me, you know, I'm not a
3: South Bull, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When I think about the early arts, you know, I remember Gucci and, like, you know, make the trap say, hey, hey all that shit. Yeah, yeah. OJ the juice man and all that shit. I liked all mm-hmm. that shit. But when I think of Jeezy, the shit he did with Hov, like as as an East Coast person, Jeezy shit was rocking harder up here yeah. for me. Kanye, yo. Good Life, all of that shit. You know put what I on,
4: mean? Yo, you put put on on put like, on man. That dog, that shit. Like I love I love certain stuff from Gucci. I do. Yeah. He starts a lot of rhymes with East Atlanta Santa. Like there's a lot of rhymes <laughs> right. that start with East Atlanta Santa. Right. Dog. Um I love that he played the lemonade shit. The lemonade that's See, the that's shit. my thing. Lemonade is up there though. Like that's it's so it's so hard to be like, oh no, but but Jeezy just has so many joints that are like yeah. that. You know what I mean? It, this not a joint where like like when uh
3: Niggas battle and it's like real peaceful and they'd be like, oh, the culture won. The culture mm. ain't win this one. Nah, <laughs> these niggas are disrespecting each other. So I I would say Jeezy won just off the strength of like I fuck with more of his songs.
4: Jeezy joints, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. I um I like Gucci, I like some of Gucci stuff, but definitely Jeezy like pulled that out. Like what's crazy is. There's some of like the originators of the uh, the ad lib being like just as important as the uh, the actual lyrics. Yeah, yeah. Because um, the burr mm-hmm. shit that Gucci did, like my son who don't know Gucci really from nobody, like know that shit. Yeah. You know that what shit's I mean? Like
3: in the lexicon.
4: Yeah, yeah. So um yeah, I think I think it's Jeezy in the end. But like, I don't know. Gucci's also wild, disrespectful,
3: and like <laughs> See, I really yeah. appreciate that. It's add yeah. points for disrespectful. Yeah, like I, I like
4: th- I like disrespectful dudes. So like I kind of like that. I love that because he's just like yo, I'm five feet away from you. Like you know what I mean, mm-hmm. like I'm gonna say what I want. So <laughs> everything, Man. yeah. Plus that little like that Gucci. I don't know I, that I don't know if it was like a. A, a jacket Or a shawl Or whatever yeah. that thing He had on That Think shit had a was cape fly <laughs> Yeah Yeah a Gucci Doctor Strange cape Yeah That shit was fly in a motherfucker So Yeah um, Yo we should probably Hop out to another break Before we get to this new music Cause we got a lot of new music This week
3: Yeah let's do it
1: What do explorers, an army officer, and a Minnesota insurance salesman have in common? They all wanted to be the first to reach the North Pole, but only one of them made it. I'm Kat Long, science editor at Mental Floss and host of the new podcast, The Quest for the North Pole, which dives into the centuries-long race to explore the Arctic, find the Northwest Passage, and conquer the top of the world. With a cast of daring adventurers and some pretty determined amateurs— The race to the pole reveals the human desire to solve mysteries of geography and the soul. We'll look at the important Arctic expeditions that filled the blank spaces on the map and recognize how indigenous people made them successful. We'll examine what pushed explorers to venture ever farther into the unknown and uncharted and how the climate crisis is changing the Arctic today. Listen to the Quest for the North Pole every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Hello, lovelies. This is Arden Marine, and you may know me from Chelsea Lately or Shameless or more recently as Regina Sinclair on Insatiable on Netflix. I want to tell you about my podcast, Will You Accept This Rose, where we recap all the seasons of the Bachelor franchise. And we are very excited to talk about the new season of The Bachelor with Matt James. Each episode, we bring in amazing celebrity guests, and we have a bunch of amazing guests planned to cover this season with us, including Lance Bass, Ashley I from The Bachelor franchise, Paget Brewster, Doug Benson, Jerry Trainor, Rob Benedict, Lauren Lapkus, Brian Safi, Ross Matthews, Kate McCucci, Scott Ackerman, Miles Gray, Lacey Mosley, Michelle Collins, and more. If you watch the Bachelor franchise, you're going to love hanging with us while we get into the hot details of the show. You may have other choices in Bachelor podcasts, but none that are this funny, and we are truly fans. Catch our episodes every Wednesday and listen to Will You Accept This Rose on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Podcast. Join us on this love journey.
3: All right, boom! Right back at it. So yeah, what uh, what new music have you been listening to this week?
4: A lot of stuff this week. Um, we missed a lot of shit last week too. So uh it's been a
3: heavy like release schedule uh these last couple of weeks. Yeah, motherfuckers been dropping <laughs> new music yeah. like this no mass shit. Yeah,
4: definitely. Um. So uh I checked out French Montana dropped a new joint C B five, which I'm assuming mm. is like Coke Boys five. Um and it's a return to form for uh for French.
3: I ain't listened to the whole thing,
4: but he got joints on this shit. I listened yeah. to some of it. He got some shit on here. Like he's got my favorite song probably maybe this year, but the joint with Benny Wave Blues. Mm. Is I fucking love that song, dog. Yeah. Um it's got like two joints with with uh Max on here that's fucking crazy. Um phenom- like that's a joint. Did you hear that one yet? Phenomenon? Which one is that? With uh with um Max B on on this joint? I don't think I did. It's got your your favorite LL Cool J song, something like a Phenomenon. It's got like I do like it's that got, song. <laughs> it's got Max singing that. Like he'd be like something like a phenomenon. Let's go. Oh, I'm something. Like I was like, yeah. Yo, I'm kind of fucking with this. Uh, um, Max B is locked up,
3: <laughs> and he putting out hot records. Before quarantine happened, I was playing that shit where he doing like the, you know, the Sharday shit was like. Uh, All I want is to <gasps> remember. Yeah, uh, yeah. Da, 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 da. He got a joint where he doing that shit. I was playing that mm-hmm. shit at the functions before yeah. they closed down. I'm like, this nigga in jail. He doing Charday songs. Come
4: on. Yeah. Um, talk about another beef that's got squashed. French got a joint with Jim Jones. I saw that, and I and yeah. I wasn't mad at it. I
3: listened to it. I wasn't mad at that shit.
4: That joint's really good. Um, he's got a couple joints with uh. You got a joint with uh, Chinks on here. Um, Where's the other joint that I want? Uh, Pop Smoke on this joint. Pop Smoke on the joint. He got Into the Sun Part 2 with uh, Currency. Mm. Getting butter, yo. Um, Currency don't miss. Nah. Like, listen, it's a little long for a record. It's 19 songs. You know I'm, you know, (laughs) not about 19 song records. New York niggas um, gonna give you nineteen twenty songs, dog. Yeah. That's yeah. that's 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 a rule. Yeah. Yeah, but it's a um it's a, like it's definitely return to form. I haven't liked the last couple of joints that uh that French put out. And this joint is super return to form. Nice. Um so yeah, I checked that joint out this week. You listen to anything new this week? I listened to I listen to everything we got on on deck. Okay. Yeah. What did you shit. think of the uh, good news by Meg
3: I think she rapping her ass off. You know what I'm saying? I think my sweetheart is twerking her ass off to this record. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like It's it's cool because um, I think that I haven't like shat. It's really literally like because Lissa's been playing it since it came mm-hmm. out is how I heard it. But I, I think it's cool that, A, uh, Meg is like Barring you down On this record You know We appreciate like The super rapping Rapping But then also A lot of the beats Are like sample flips Which I like Yes yeah. You know what I'm saying I so mean she yeah.
4: starts it off With a, a A sample Like a flip of Ashacha The
3: biggie shit Yeah
4: Yeah Coming at Nut ass uh, Tori Lance Yeah Um I really like that joint I like Cry Baby with, with the baby Mm-hmm. Um Freaky girls with SZA, right? right. Um, it's and then she's got some like some older stuff that's been around for a little bit. I love the joint with Popcorn on there too. Uh, Intercourse. Mm, oh yeah, 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 the yeah. The DJ Mustard joint. Yeah, yeah, that shit is hard. Um, and then I love the joint. I love uh, Girls in the Hood. I love that song. Mm-hmm. Um, that's been around I, for a while. Yeah, that's been around for a while. Um, but yeah, this joint, this joint go hard. My, uh, yeah, this joint go hard. Yeah. Uh, I, I do like see this record. Like
3: what she does yeah. after this shit.
4: Yeah. Well, she just won. G- GQ just like, not necessarily won, but GQ uh, called her like rapper of the year. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and like I knew some people that were like, oh, well, her album didn't even come out this year. And it's like, well, they probably did it because they knew this album was getting ready to drop. come, yeah. And, uh, you know, she's like, sh- she's on one of the biggest records of the year mm-hmm. in WAP. Like, you know what I mean? So, you know, it's also in like, I, like I, the, I was talking to people and I'm just like, it's also GQ. So like, it's not necessarily, they're known for their hip hop reporting. Right. So like, <laughs> they're not digging you know up I mean? like
3: the underground, whoever. No.
4: And on top of that, the fact that like, she can't rap, like Meg can Psst, rap. Like a motherfucker. <laughs> Hey, like Go it. listen. If you just listen to... uh, What is it? Send a Shot? Uh, oh, Shot's Fired. Mm-hmm. The first track. It, she could rap, dog. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, she's she's dope with what she does. So, um, yeah. I, re- I I enjoyed it. I think it's a good record. Um, you know, and, and like you said, you know, Liz is over there, like, loving it. And that's who this record is aimed at. Right. like, You know what I mean? A, A lot of this percent. record is aimed at. Yeah. And so if that's who's enjoying it, then that's what this first... That's yeah. the whole point. The shit so. it, Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, uh, Philly's own Meek Mill, he dropped the quarantine pack. Shout out to Meek. Yeah. Yeah. I know some people aren't loving it. Um, it's only four joints anyway, but uh, I do like... The both joints with the dude Vori on it. Is that what it's that it, the that dude uh is? singing? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. the boy on the first and the last track. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the first joint. Yeah. I like both of them joints. I like the joint paint away with uh a little dirt. Mm-hmm. Um I fuck with dirt. I don't yeah, I don't love the 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 joint with the boy forty two dog. Mm-hmm. Um, little light on that, but you know it's cool. It's not like the best thing Meeks ever done, um, but he probably had like a he probably had a bunch of like shots in the chamber, but no album ready, and just was like, yo, let's put something out. Yeah,
3: just a light. Like you know I mean, literally,
4: yeah. yo, we're on lockdown. Mm-hmm. I'll throw something out there. Yeah. One thing I will say, man, <clears throat> you know I've seen some people criticize, uh. Like, oh, well, there's not been like a lot of like protest rap because of what's mm-hmm. been going on, which means you haven't been paying attention. Um, but just in s- general, like what we've got, we've got like some crazy records this year, right? Really good. And right. I mean, we still have a whole month left, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, Drake is dropping in December, <sighs> um. Shout out to the homie reef he's dropping his record in like next week- mm-hmm. shout out reef um there's still like a bunch of folks. what's your call it, dropping next week too? you know that's my young's teflon record drop next week mm-hmm. so you know what I mean like I'm ready to i am prepared next week that you know we're gonna get some really good music so yeah. yeah just in like there's like three artists that I love listening to are going to be dropping records in the next couple of weeks, and I'm ready to rock. Yeah, You know what I mean? So, like, and that's just, like, just now. So, like, this year, like, we, we're we getting ready to be on, uh, We uh you know, we, even just our own. We talk about, like, records that we, you know, our favorite records for the year. I went back and looked up some stuff and was like, oh, shit, that came out this year. Mm-hmm. So much stuff. Yeah, like, fucking Griselda dropped, like, nine projects this year. So, Crazy. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like... There's a lot of stuff that was like, oh shit, like this stuff dropped. I gotta like reevaluate what I thought like was top records, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um So yeah, there's just some really good projects that came out. Last week some really good stuff came out. That two change that two change record is insane. Mm.
3: Um He don't be missing neither.
4: No. Nah. No. Nah, he he dead eyed dog. He i just, dead eye
3: with his shit. I don't know uh how it popped up. It might have been YouTube or something, but uh the last day I soul album just randomly popped up for me and his verse came on I was like man, this motherfucker rapping. Yeah. Killing it.
4: Yeah. He he he's dead eye, dog. He's a dead eye shooter, dog, for real. Yeah. Um and then there was the Baby Pluto The Pluto Baby Pluto record with Future and Lil Uzi Uzi, yeah Another More Philly, Love um, Yeah, so like there's been some really good records come out lately Yeah um, So, uh, but yeah, all three of these records The French Montana, CB5 Check that out for sure uh, Meg Thee Stallion, Good News Check that out Meek Mill's Quarantine Pack, check that out um, Some definitely stellar shit coming out Yeah uh, and um, we can start rapping um, Yeah So you uh, Wrote about a uh, It's a little known group Like do not a lot of people know about them <laughs> They're pretty underground you know Yeah really underground um, Group called The Roots Yeah um, They released a seminal classic yep. And Do You Want More Yeah 1994 Do You Want More Yes, and you uh, you wrote about that. Yeah,
3: I wrote uh, a little ebook. It's not like a full uh, book. It's about three thousand words. It's for uh, the halfway books publishing endeavor uh, by the homie Shea Serrano. Shout out to he- uh, Shea. He uh, basically put out a call um, for music writers and journalists to write. A piece on a classic hip-hop album that like meant a lot to them and I think uh, 1100 people 1200 people something like that uh, submitted pitches and I was one of five that uh, was picked and basically um, I did a deep dive into Do You Want More uh, it's a really interesting record because for me they were kind of um, they had established themselves or were trying to establish themselves as like a live band, but also this was their major label debut, so they were trying to figure out what they would sound like on Wax. So it was a lot of experimentation on the record. It was recorded here in Philly at um, the legendary Sigma Sound Studio. Superhouse. You know what I'm saying? That uh, David Bowie did Young Americans there, Gambling Huff. Did all of the Philly International stuff there um, and then they mixed the record with Bob Power who did Tribe Called Quest and like everybody else you know what I mean so it, it, it's a really experimental record and it doesn't sound like pretty much anything mm-hmm. you know anything else and they turned the record in uh, I want to say in June of 94, and uh, or maybe May of 94, and Kurt Cobain killed himself in April. They were signed to uh, they were both signed to Geffen Records, Nirvana, Geffen, yeah. and The Roots. And Kurt Cobain killing himself basically made the band paranoid. They thought, like, yo, we might get dropped, Geffen mm-hmm. might drop above a bunch of groups because they're like in crisis, they're cash you know? cow, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, nobody knows what's happening. So they turned the record in the roots, and then they basically like escaped to Europe, <laughs> and they spent the summer in Europe playing like jazz festivals and absorbing like all of this music. That was the time when drum and bass was being invented, and acid jazz. That whole scene was popping. So I illustrate and like really like talk about that summer that they you know lived in Europe and and came back with. Uh, kind of like a broader perspective on music, on the, the music that they were making. And when they got back, you know, Geffen had already set the whole mo- thing in motion for them to release this record. Um, so it's it's kind of like a, a, a multi-layered narrative. It talks about the influences that shaped the group, them making the record, and then this period of them being in Europe kind of... Uh, uh, getting their ducks in a row as a band you know what I mean so it's as I think if folks like the roots and if you like you know deep dives into hip-hop that are have like a lot of information and shit I think folks will really like it um, it's up now for pre-order you can order it if you go to gumroad.com that's G U M uh road r-o-a-d all one word dot com slash john morrison 215 or if you go to john morrison 215.com you can find it on my website and then you can purchase the pre-order and then you'll get the whole piece on december 1st
4: yeah i mean we have it linked in our twitter mm-hmm. um we have it if you go to our ig it's on either my personal ig or the uh the podcast P- ig mm-hmm. it's linked in our bios in our link tree yeah so you just go in there it'll say like do you want more book and you click on that link you can order it right through there um like you said or you can do the john morrison 215 your 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 site is actually linked right there so right. um uh so yeah you can get it right on that uh that link uh, but yeah, I, I mean I'm super excited for it I already have it ordered um, So uh, Now it comes in It's coming out on the 1st, right? Yeah, December 1st Right um, So yeah I mean, go do that um, Or you hit up uh, SeriousRapShit.com I'll mm-hmm. uh, grab you some merchandise um, If you're watching this I actually have our shirt on As we speak Yeah mm-hmm. um, uh there's some dope merchandise on there. There's some stuff that's gonna be added real soon. Um to more designs. Uh and uh we still have the abolished ice t shirts available yeah. um through Incense Trap and Yoga. Um and part of that money goes to uh families being separated at the border for um legal aid. Um also you're helping you're supporting a uh black woman on business. So mm-hmm. I mean you can't go wrong there. Yeah, double win. Um, yeah. Uh, also, um, you hit our YouTube, um, Serious Rap Shit podcast. Um, there's a bunch of video content up there. There's gonna be right now. We're in a situation where we're getting ready to start pumping out a lot more, uh, um, visual shit for y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, to go along with the podcast, um, shit that we're like super excited about. Um, we have a bunch of things in in, in the pipeline. That are I think are some really cool ideas. Um, and really excited for y'all to see. Uh, also if you're listening to this in the Apple Podcast app. You can rate and review us right in the app. It's really really helpful. We really really need it. Um, just go down there. Give us five stars. Because I mean what else would you give us. And um, you, know, you can write a review if you can. If not I get it. But like the, those, any of those reviews they really help. So mm-hmm. like. You know, if you can take a second, go in there, throw in a review for us, um other than that, I think we'll be back next yeah. week. I mean, I know we'll be back next week, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe we might come back next week, we don't know, yeah, um, yeah, I don't think there's anything else. I'm trying to think of anything else on top of my head. you know, a week off, like right. that same ramble goes away after you know what I mean, yeah, I thought about that pockets over you could turn it off, but um. <laughs> I thought about that with my old job because there's like four different passwords I needed to get into my like work stuff mm. and all that kind of shit. And when I was out for like a while, I was like, dude, if I had to go back, I wouldn't remember none Screw of the process. You. Yeah. Like I, I, like I tried to think about it the other day of like, what did I have to do every day? And like, I couldn't even remember it cause I had not done it for such a long time. Right. I mean, I'm never going back to doing that shit anyway, so it don't make a difference. But I just was like, wow. Like, just a little time away, and you forget all that shit. Yeah. Man. yeah. Your brain like smooths it over, basically. Yeah, like a complete reset and shit. Um, but yeah, uh, other than that, yo, we'll be back next week, man. Uh, y'all be good. Peace. Peace.
0: Serious Rapture is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get podcasts.
1: What do explorers, a former newspaper editor, and a Minnesota insurance salesman have in common? They all wanted to be the first to reach the North Pole. I'm Kat Long, science editor at Mental Floss and the host of the Quest for the North Pole, a new podcast launching January 15th about our insatiable desire to explore the mysteries of the Arctic and stand at the top of the world. iHeartRadio is number one for podcasts, but don't take our word for it. Listen to the Quest for the North Pole every Friday on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's safe to say 2020 was one of the most difficult years ever for so many. That's why I'm here to ask you, how can I help? My name is Dr. Gail Saltz. I'm a clinical associate professor of psychiatry at the New York Presbyterian Hospital, host of the new weekly podcast, How Can I Help with Dr. Gail Saltz, brought to you by the Seneca Women Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Join me every Friday where you can ask your most pressing questions, and I will answer with specific advice and understanding. Listen to How Can I Help with Dr. Gail Saltz on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.